On today's show, we will talk about the scrimmage between the Ravens and the Redskins. Other news from training camp, crybaby T.O., all this and more, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's up? Yo, what's up? Ooh, dude, I'm sick as a dog. Got, got the, the late summer sinus infection thing going on. Well, that's oh, sucks. for a minute, I thought you were T.O. and you had a uh, hamstring pull there. Oh, hold on, let me whine a little bit. Let me, oh. let me sit on the sideline because my sinus infection's hurting so bad. Dude, it's oh, not man. a hamstring pull, it's a twinge that he's never had before. Right. And, and he's got his own, um, he doesn't want the Dallas uh, trainers to treat him. He wants his own trainer to fix it. Who is he, Barry Bond? His own. <laughs> his own trainers, are they giving him the cream and the clear? Yeah, that's in the ATL where it, he's getting his training from, his <laughs> doctors from. Because they already said that he didn't have any damage. They did an MRI, and I know, um, and and so that isn't that kind of like getting your brother to like write an absence note for you when you're in school. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I think he's like psyched himself up so much that now he's afraid that he can't perform to his own expectations. I think he just sucks. Uh, yeah, well, I was uh, trying to say that. I was trying to say that in a nice way, but you pretty much hit the nail <laughs> on the head. <laughs> anyway. Terrell Owens, you suck. All I have to say <laughs> about Terrell Owens is... Yeah, wasn't it a couple of weeks ago that I said something about that on this very podcast? I, I mentioned something about I did not believe that Terrell Owens would make it to the Redskins game, that he would be injured before he even got to the field. You, I think you said that last week. You did Was say that, dude. Not only did you say that, but I was like, dude, they're playing in week two, and you were like, I don't care. <laughs> I have a feeling. Um, and you're right, he's injured. He's not playing this weekend against uh, whoever. Yeah, uh, partially right, so far. I mean, he could make it back by then, but, you know, he may have another twinge um, in his third toe or something. A twinge. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, another talk uh, about Terrell Really, Carolina. really good news. The really, really good news this week. Football season. Is that our season tickets? Came in. Woo! Football season. <laughs> Football season is here. Our season tickets uh, are finally uh, a reality as we have them in hand and they're in my fireproof um, metal case at the moment. And um, burns down, we can still go to the games. Two things. Right. Two things about the season tickets. I thought it was funny that um, I mean it's not even hard to guess, and I know it's not an accident which player is on the Dallas game. And of course, it's on the Dallas game ticket. Santana Moss. That would have to be Mr. Santana Moss. And um, I found that interesting. And on the front of the merchandise calendar, it's a picture of him catching, like a close-up of him catching that ball over uh, Roy Williams for that touchdown. So, uh, Roy Williams, the recent I want to be a Cowboy for Life extension signer. Yeah, it's like that's who I want on my, my team for life. The guy that got burned twice. Twice, not once. But twice. Yeah, I showed in the waiting moments of national television. I showed that picture to um, this Cowboys fan at work, and he just goes, "Those punks." <laughs> Roy Williams, you know he's saying he's saying, "Burn me once, shame on you. Burn me twice, shame on me." <laughs> in any event, 
Let's move forward to, um, how about Tom's trivia? Dun, dun, dun. Tom's trivia. Dun, dun, dun. Question time. Excellent. I love the fact that Aaron doesn't have any real music for Tom's trivia. He just makes it up every week. <laughs> Not. I'm doing it to that Wayne's World thing. You guys are supposed to, like, join in. You know. Uh, Tom's trivia. Anyway, this is Tom's, Tom's trivia. Tom's trivia. Tom's trivia. Excellent. Party time. Anyway. Tom is a, uh, is a, uh, avid listener of the podcast. He chimes in on our, uh, on our, our, uh, website and is also part of our fantasy football league. You say that, but does he really have a team with us? <clears throat> I thought he did, doesn't he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw him that he was signed up. Hey, Tom, Tom yeah. let us know. Tom, you better sign up if you're not, especially after all this publicity. But I also have to oh, say... absolutely. You gotta get on there, man. There's space. I'm uh, pretty sure that he's on there, dude. And everyone else, you guys need to join in, too, because we got some space left, and we need it filled up quick before the draft, which John is setting on... What's this draft? The draft, draft will be on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, August 27th, about 7 p.m. That's 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Redskins Standard Time. August 27th, Sunday. And it is a live, a live draft. draft. So you guys need to sign up before then. Hope the earlier the better, because um, he's still working on how he's going to spread out the divisions and whatnot. So um, and and we'll remind you to sign up later on in the podcast as well. But let's get on with Tom's trivia. Oh yeah, Tom's trivia. Tom's trivia. I have to say, but first I need to give the answer to the question last week. We did have a correct response, and it was Joy McDonald from Virginia. Um, okay. <laughs> Who I um, actually worked with, I found out through some correspondence. <laughs> I was like, I know you knew your name sounded familiar, but anyway. Totally, but that's totally random. It's not like she knew. No me. random. Yeah, it was random. It's like you haven't talked to her in eight years, and then suddenly you got this random email. Yeah, and she did have the correct answer. And here, here was the question: It was name the five home stadiums the Redskins played in during their seventy-four year existence. The answer: the first one was Braves Field from nineteen thirty-two. Which I believe is in Boston. Correct me if I'm wrong. Fenway Park, 1933 through 36, which we know is in Boston. Griffith Stadium, 37 through 60. RFK, 61 through 96. And FedEx Field. And she also put, also known as Jack Kent Cook Stadium, 1997 through the present. She gets an extra bonus nothing for that, <laughs> for that extra bit of information. Well, good job, Joy, for uh, answering yeah. that question. Nice job, Joy. Thanks for writing in. And um, that brings us to this week's question for Tom's Trivia. Tom, I also had to point out that Tom also had one of his trivia questions um, answered on uh, John Riggins' radio show on the new Redskins radio network this weekend by John Riggins Sweet. himself. Sweet. But anyway, <clears throat> here's his question. Santana Moss, in 2005, set the Redskins' all-time single-season receiving yardage record with 1,483 yards. Whose record did he break, and who is now in third place? All right, dudes. It's a two-part question. Yeah. Uh-huh. So who did he break, and, and who's in third place? So um, go ahead. Give us an email at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. Send us the answer, and you will win a grand prize of absolutely... Absolutely nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. Remember, that's H-A-R-Y hogfootball.com. And this has been Tom's Trivia. Talk about the, uh, yeah, Tom's Trivia. Tom's Trivia. Tom's Trivia. Thanks, Tom. Thanks again. Yeah, man. 
so let's move on. Let's talk about the scrimmage for uh, those of us in the, the realm of Comcast Sports and for those who have satellite dishes and NFL Network um, who have been able to see the see the uh, the video of the scrimmage, the Redskins-Ravens scrimmage from the 5th. I got I to gotta admit here, dudes, a, a crazy thing happened to me. I was all set to watch the, the uh, scrimmage on NFL Network, and um, I have the uh, DirecTV. And apparently one of the satellites that it has three that it looks at and one of the little things that receives the satellite went out on my receiver Shut down by the Russians. which happened oh, yeah. to, which happened to be the one that controlled the nfl network so i've Man. i have to admit i have yet to see the scrimmage but i know you guys have and i'll be able to see it tomorrow night thanks to nfl network re-showing that's things that said though aaron he was trying really hard i gotta admit he was calling me saying oh i was having somebody tivo it and then burn it to dvd and then i got it home and and the dvd they used wouldn't read in my player and all this stuff. aaron was trying so hard to see the scrimmage dude i drove oh, yeah, and the part and and how long did it take you before you actually found the part that you needed dude i went i went to uh Walmart that night because I knew they were re-showing it at 1 a.m. So I wanted to get it hooked up before then. So I went to Walmart and they didn't have it. Uh, the next morning I went to um, Best Buy, Circuit City. Nowhere has this thing. And then finally I found it on eBay and ordered it yesterday. But um, I found a friend of mine had a receiver or a satellite dish he wasn't using. So he just gave me the part and I put it on there today. So hopefully I'll be able to watch it tomorrow. Um, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. But man, you had to, you had to climb on the dude's roof and like pull it down, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, that's what I did this afternoon. But anyway, let's get to the let's <laughs> good, get to the, the good thing is if it happens again because we know where you are. You're on top of the mountain there. You're always getting struck by lightning and tornadoes. If it happens again, you got a spare part. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. the scrimmage. Down cool mountain. Moving on to the scrimmage. On the scrimmage. The scrimmage started out like pretty much. Uh, most of the scrimmages started out, I guess. I mean, you know, it was start out with team warm-ups and a little bit of uh, special teams action. Right, um, right. I guess i got to say the big difference between this scrimmage and I think most in the NFL, though, was that 47,000 fans showed up for it. Yeah. I heard and, that. But, I think that was so more 40, fans that went to all the Saints fans games last in FedEx year. Field. Did not look like a whole lot of people. No, it didn't, because that's, that's just over half capacity. I don't think the upper deck was even open. Right. Anyway. Anyway. So so yeah, special teams. Um I mean and those are kinda like little short little short intros. Punt and you yeah. know, they were doing they were running the little drills where they're punting the other team. They were basically they were they're trying out different punt returners and there wasn't really any tackling at that point. And, yeah, they they were running their gunners. They were you know Yeah, yeah, they were doing a lot of uh, <laughs> it was interesting. I forget who it was. It was some uh, some people I don't remember. Who were they showed the first time that were uh, getting burnt by the gunner, and then on the other side, I think it was Mike Sellers put some gunner from the Ravens into the Ravens bench. So was, yeah, that's right. Dr- Drink right out of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who the announcers were on Comcast. Who were the announcers on Comcast? I don't know. I thought one was Ron Woodson or Darren Woodson, but maybe I'm getting confused because Darren Woodson's on ESPN now. I just don't but know. They didn't. I never they... saw them. Right. I only heard. Ron or Darren Woodson once, but they weren't really. They didn't. I don't know if they didn't get the press guide or what, but they didn't know what That's was going exactly on. That dude. I kept going. Come on, guys! At least tell us who you're talking about. Like, oh you man, know, did, 
Yeah. And they would just sit there and like talk like like we're chatting right now about stuff while there's like all these plays going on. I'm like, who was that? I couldn't see their number. I'm like, who was that that did that? And, right, and I'm right. Like, dude, I'm like, dude, tell me who that was. They weren't paying attention to the numbers because, of course, there were no names on the jerseys on either side of the ball. Right. And some of the defensive starters for the Ravens thought they'd be cute and wear like number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Apparently that's tradition in Baltimore, they were saying. Like the the defensive, uh, especially the linebackers, were wearing like number eight, number one, quarterback numbers and whatnot. And uh, and so, but but they still had their numbers on the back of their helmets. So what, then what they did is started making the camera guys zoom into the helmets so they could figure out who's... Whose number that was? Well, dude, I think I think it was funny thing that John was telling me about the game is that when the Redskins first team defense came out, the crowd started cheering, and the announcer was like, "Listen to them cheer for Steve McNair." Right, and as soon as they said that, I immediately turned to my my other half, Roberta, and I said, "What is he talking about? They're cheering for the Redskins' badass defense." <laughs> <laughs> And of course I was right because they made some good play on the very first play that, or the very first uh, down they had, and right. the crowd went crazy. Right. Because you know there were like seven purple jerseys in the whole place, and they were all, you know, Ray Criminal Lewis. Right. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and speaking of sevens, uh, I mean they, they kind of moved on there from like special teams and and all that. On they did some seven on seven stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and then they went into really the full blown scrimmage, which was like. Uh, what were the rules? It was like 10 plays. Um, you know, each team got 10 plays. Touchdown was a turnover. Is that right, John? Uh, at they were, they were, some point they were turning it over at touchdowns. At some point they were allowing them to continue and do some more plays. But they were like starting um, like on the 50-yard line and the 40-yard line. Yeah, and then they would move down to the red zone and work on different plays. Right, right. Um, I, my, the, my observations, I didn't really see much wide receiver work um, no. because basically Brunel threw to Chris Cooley about 20 times in a row. Yeah, it was like a lot of tight ends. And Chris Cooley, he looks pretty good for the most part, although there was a, there was at least one time where it was surprising. The ball hit him like right in the hands and bounced off like a brick. And I was yeah, like, he was kind of turning his body into it. And yeah, yeah, but he did, he did score a touchdown on that part. And he did hit like four out of five. And, and he and Brunel were clicking like they were ready to go. Like, let's start the season. Right. Those two were on target. Yeah. They were really in each other's head. It was good. Right. That's um, good to hear because you remember Tom how Brunel was two weeks or two Tom years Taylor's ago. Scary guys. Man, he, he did you see that one huge hit? Oh man. Sean Taylor came in across and he hit like he was in like in the playoffs, man. Like he you know, it was like do or die. I mean right. he's, was, he, he's just a beast. He gave some guy a concussion. Does, does he look does he look bigger this year? I think he looks big. He looks rangier, if you know what I mean. Like kind of taller and broader, but not like he's packed on more pounds. He just he just looks more fit. Right. If that's possible. <laughs> like he's just frightening. Like you see him go after someone to hit someone, you're like, oh man, he's hurt. Right. And I do believe one of the, uh, the Mike Anderson, the running back for the Bron- or for the uh, Ravens that they got from the Broncos, he uh, he went out with a mild concussion. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was from Sean Taylor hitting him, but I think it was. I heard that it was. Yeah. I think I read yeah. it online. Yeah, he wasn't messing around, man. He was there in full form. And, of course, the other huge play that I read about, you guys can elaborate on, was Marcus Washington picking one off and returning it for, uh, well, I guess zero points, but still. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like a 39-yard yeah. return for, for a yeah. touchdown. Um, it was pretty sweet. Nobody really touched him, although, you know, if it was a real game, I think people would have been playing a little bit harder to get to him. Um, yeah. But, uh, I mean, the ball was pretty much thrown right at him. 
Yeah, Lamar Marshall was kind of coming in, and and he, I think he inadvertently picked the uh, the receiver coming across. He just kind of stopped, and Marcus Washington was just hiding behind one of the BFFs from the defensive line and just popped up and snagged it, and he just ran it right around the left side. I mean, yeah. What about um, Rocky McIntosh? Did he get any work? I don't recall seeing him do any work. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. I don't remember seeing him do anything. Yeah, because um, the coverage was kind of weird. It's kind of you know, it was just a scrimmage, so sometimes there were things going on that wasn't things that weren't caught on film. Right. So I don't remember getting to see much of him do him do much of anything. Like I said, with uh, like Taylor Jacobs or any of the receivers, I mentioned right. Taylor Jacobs. I didn't see any of the receivers really do anything because there was kind of stuff going on all over the place. I mean, you had coaches yeah. on the field. Coaches were just standing around talking to players about the next play on the field. Um, you know, with their headsets on. I mean, coach, oh, yeah, they were coming out there. Ravens and Redskins coaches were getting together on the field and just talking about what they wanted to try next or whatever. I mean, it was... Right. You got to see the referees come out in their new, uh, their new uh, soccer Euro. There's new, uniform, there's new ref uniforms. Those new ref uniforms are pretty silly looking, I think. They were interesting. I thought they were really silly when I saw the first pictures on ESPN, but, yeah. like, I think they're going to be fine. It's yeah, they'll be fine. And the, ref, the refs were calling, you know, some uh, penalty plays. I mean, they were. They called a false start on the first Redskins play. I forget yeah. who the uh, lineman was. It wasn't a starter. but Right. Um, what do you think about the kickers, Josh? What do you see in that? Hmm. Um, you know, I was kind of – I was in and out watching that a little bit. I didn't, I didn't see a whole lot of the, the kicking stuff. I think you mentioned something – uh, earlier about about I saw some, yeah I saw some of the field goal kicking I didn't really get to see any punting although I heard the uh, the Australian guy Lonnie didn't do all that well yeah David Lonnie I, I saw one I saw one of his punts and he punted it um, it actually didn't look that bad I, I thought it would be a little bit longer but uh, yeah. he uh, he did punt it right to the um, right to the um, to the right side of the field. And it bounced out of bounds. So I mean, I think I saw that one. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't know. They just, again, they just kept kind of like cutting from frame to frame of showing different stuff. So yeah. it was like it, it all happened so quick. It was kind of like, well, let's see him like take you know, you know, five or six punts in a row and see what happens. But right, exactly. Which I think we're gonna see on Sunday. Right. Yeah, John Hall. I saw him miss a few goals. Yeah. He, he missed it wide left. It was from the left hash. Yeah, but dude, that was like plenty of leg. But yeah, that was like a fifty-yarder or fifty-five-yarder or something like. Yeah, that. Yeah, it was forty-eight yards. Okay, forty-eight yards, and he had plenty of leg on it. He didn't look like he was favoring his leg or anything. It looks like he's got his power right back, maybe like we were talking about in some earlier podcasts. It sounds like or looks like his power might be coming back, but right, little accuracy issues. But I mean, he, you know, it's the first day. So John, yeah, they do. Tell us about your uh, your man to watch there that you kept you know getting all freaked out to me about. Well, you know, every year when you watch the preseason, or at least with with us, usually you pick out one or two of the uh, of the guys who who aren't definitely aren't Sherlock's and sometimes are real long shots to make the team. And you're like, oh man, that guy's good. They need to keep him. Practice a lot, something. Jesse Lumsden, the uh, the CFL running back that they uh, they brought in. I think they signed him back in February or March or something like that. He got a lot of work, and, you know, I tell you what, like Nemo, Nemo Broughton, didn't look anywhere near as good as Lumsden did. And, of course, Lumsden is a veteran, even though it is in the CFL. You know, they do run 10 extra yards. 
Mm-hmm. And he looked he looked good out there. He's wearing number thirty seven. That's that's my man to watch this preseason. Is Jesse Lumsden? I believe. I'm thinking he's definitely. You know, it's early, but I think he's got a really good shot to make the team. And I don't mean just the practice squad. I mean maybe right. as a special teamer and a third running back, like uh, kind of like last year they kept Rock, Cartwright, and Nemo. Right. And uh, I don't know if that's going to happen this year for Nemo. Mm-hmm. And Rock even needs to watch his back a little bit because Jesse well, Lumsden. I can't wait to see him work some more this Sunday. Did um And where does that leave Jonathan Combs? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I saw Jonathan Combs get a little a little bit of work out there too. I was like did Yeah, he, uh, there he is. Did Betts get any work? I didn't see Betts get any work. I didn't see Clinton Porter touch the ball either. No, no, well, no. You know what's funny the the announcers again talking about the announcers, they're like, Oh, this guy they're they're talking about Jesse uh Lumsden. Going, yeah. Okay. Uh, this guy might be, have some potential, but you know, because behind Clinton Portis, who do they really have back there? And I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, what the People forget that guy one because he just hasn't gotten a lot of work, but he's a, a second round draft pick. Right. He's got some talent, and I think he's bulked up a little bit. I think. And, and I think they're gonna have a little thunder and lightning going on out there this year. Dude, right. speaking about bets, uh, another side note from today: he was he set out practice with a mild hamstring pull. Just so you know. Today he did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Darn it. And um, um, and while I'm on that note, Brandon Lloyd um, had a sore hip. <laughs> and he set out. So anyway, back, back to what you were talking about. That's the injury report. Dude. Injury dude. report. <laughs> and what about Dockery, dude? How did he do? Speaking of the Dockery report, it's time again. That's another thing. Dockery report. He, uh, you know, I didn't see any of the starting offensive linemen except for Casey Raybach out there. Oh, yeah? It was all backups, like Jim Molinaro and some of those guys. Right. Um, and a bunch of guys I didn't recognize at all. Um, I did see the, the draft pick, the Samoan guy. I forget his name. Oh, I'm killing myself for forgetting that name. Um, oh, it was the seventh-round draft pick that we had this year. I can't remember his name offhand. I'll look it up in a minute. But he, uh, I saw him working out there a little bit. Don't really have anything to report about it, but like, you know, like like Josh and I were saying. Sorry to jump on you there, Josh. But like, the, like we were both saying, I think we're going to get a lot more out of the first actual um, preseason game, which is going to be Sunday against the Bengals in Cincinnati. In Cincy on national yeah, television, uh, NBC, national television. Sunday right. night football. Yep, and it's um, um, eight o'clock, I think. That's right. That's right. In HD, um, in stunning high definition. No, I was going to say. I was going to say. Let's. I was going to say. Let's talk about the uh, the quarterbacks for a minute. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, obviously, Mark Brunell. He was in there at the beginning. Took a bunch of snaps. He looked pretty good. I thought. Uh, you know. Thought. You know. He was. He was making some really nice tight nice passes with some. Uh, you know, both some tight passes and some with some nice touch on them. Um, I think Mark Brunell's ready. Yeah, I, I thought think- he was. Way head and shoulders above the other quarterbacks. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Jason Campbell and Todd Collins both took uh, snaps. Uh, it's, it was really kind of nice to see Jason Campbell and see what he had. And you can tell he's still kind of uh, kind of raw. He had a couple of um, you know pretty bad missed throws where I, I just don't. I mean, it was like in the ground way before the receiver. Um, yeah, it was it was throws out in the flat. He he wasn't right. getting anywhere near the uh, the receiver. Right, but the dude is he's huge. He's a big guy. He I mean, is. I was going to bring that up too. He's six foot five, and he, he's another guy that looked awfully rangy. And maybe it was because you know they're not wearing complete full pads out there, especially the uh, the quarterbacks. They were wearing shoulder pads and everything. But right. 
you know, they looked a little bit less bulky, and he was looking and of course like, really tall and and he he looked smooth. And I remember that from from preseason last year. He's got a smooth delivery. Right. He didn't look great, like smooth every single time, but he he's got a little glide to him. If you know what I mean? Right. And they kept talking about how, you know, Todd Collins is probably, you know, he's the number two guy right now, and it makes a lot of sense coming in with Al Saunders. He knows the offense. He probably knows it better than Mark Brunel does because he worked with Al Saunders in, um, you know, in Kansas City or whatever. Right, um, right. Five years. I mean, the guy knows the plays forwards and backwards. And, right. you know, I don't think he has any doubts that he is there to wear a headset. Yes. And I think he's only made like 18 passes in five years or something like that. And I think it's a smart, it's probably a smart move on everybody's part for the Redskins, for Todd Collins. I mean, you know, if he, you know, coming in, how many years has he played now in the NFL total? It's like 12, isn't it? I think 10 or 12. Yeah, I mean, somewhere he's, in there. He's getting to the point where, you know, maybe he's got a few more years and he'll be ready for retirement. And if he stays with Al Saunders and Al Saunders stays with the Redskins, it could be one of the things where he ends up going into a quarterback sort of assistant coaching. position for yeah. quarterback coach or something with Saunders. Um, you know, looking down the road. I mean, absolutely. He knows that system, and if, if he stays with him, I kind of feel like it's like a together move that's kind of good for everybody like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't see any negatives about bringing him in, that's for sure. Yeah. And the guy I was talking about was Keely Lafotu, the seventh round draft pick. Oh, yeah, the guy that you had nothing to report about, except for that he was there. <laughs> <laughs> there. I recognize him because of his hair, because he's got that long hair. <laughs> Covering up where his name would have been if anyone had had names on their uniforms this time around. Right. And the, uh, um, yeah, of course, quarterbacks all wore, wore their yellow jerseys. There was no, uh, right. no, no touch in the quarterbacks at all. No touch. No touch in the quarterback. No touch. So, uh, yeah, so it was a great day to be a quarterback. I think somebody actually said that on the air. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, there were plenty of times where, you know, they would complete a pass for a quote unquote touchdown. When the quarterback long would have been eating grass. Yep, exactly. <laughs> on that field. But, uh-huh. you know, it's a scrimmage. Yep, that's right. And this is again, t- coming again, up we'll on see Sunday. More, more of real, more real type play, I think. Like you said, right. John, coming up this weekend. But not even then, because they're going to, they're going to dumb down the offensive playbook and everything. So they're probably run like oh, five yeah. plays. But still people will get. I saw an interview with, uh, is it Kelly Johnson, who was the sideline reporter for Comcast? I think she was talking to Antoine Randall L after the scrimmage, and number one, he's like a big goofball. He was tri- he was like tripping out, like being all cheesy out there. He was a trip, but uh, he was like, "Yeah, these plays are pretty much uh, we're pretty much doing vanilla stuff." But you know, I'm there to run, I'm there to pass, I'm here to do whatever I'm supposed to do. I can do it all, and I'm ready. Well, I don't know if I got this totally right. I think I heard somebody say this uh, that Al Saunders' offensive playbook is like seventy pages. Uh huh. And and there's over a hundred uh, plays for wide receivers alone. I've heard that it's huge. I, I may be totally wrong. I'm going to go back and listen to the TiVo now because somebody said something like that, and I was like, man, you know, they said it's just a really extensive uh, playbook. Yeah, well, they said for the rookies and like the second year players and whatnot. The uh, I think it was Collins who actually said this at one point. He was like, man, if you can learn this offense, you can learn any offense in the NFL. Right. Sweet. Man. Looking well, forward to uh, Sunday, man. It's gonna be a good it's gonna be good to see a real game with real uniforms for the first time in like what, eight months? All I gotta say is I love football. And we're coming down, we made it through the off season, yo. Woo Yep. Cranking up a real 
um, feeling better about a football season than I, I think a lot of us have for quite some time. Mm-hmm. The first, we're coming off the first winning season since 1999 here. And, and I think the scrimmage was really, like like you said, it was, it was only glimpses of stuff. I mean, we, yeah. didn't, we didn't even see a, a third of the talent that we've got and the weapons that we've got with the Redskins this year. Oh, man, yeah, yeah like even at, <laughs> at all. No. At all. I mean, some. I mean, some of the guys we picked up, uh, you know, in free agency. I mean, think about who we really saw get some work. Uh, not too many of them. No, we saw Christopher Reed out there. Yep. Uh, he looked fine. He looked good. Yep. You know, I, I think maybe his left hand was weighing him down a little bit from all those rings he got up in New England. But he'll be okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we really didn't see a lot of the starters out there, especially on uh, defense. They 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 sat him real quick, and like like I said, I only saw Casey Raybach out there from the O line, and that was in yep. he was the only lineman out there at that point. It was like. He was he was nose to nose with a coach, and he would snap the ball to the quarterback. No, no wide receivers, no Randall L. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, speaking of wide receivers, dude, all those guys were like one one series on Sunday night. <laughs> speaking of wide receivers, um, David Patton. I don't know if he's going to play this week, but he's back to practice. I think. Am I wrong with yeah, that? He, he, is, he is. He was back in practice um, yesterday, Monday, and. Uh, he said that um, they released him, I guess, from the hospital with his viral meningitis on Thursday. He sat on the sidelines and watched practice on Friday. And, um, you know, he's just been trying to rest. And he said, uh, I think I read that he said, you know, he was trying to obey the doctor's orders. and But at the same time, he really wanted to get back in there. So he's. Uh, they said he was healthy and he was back in practice today. And he's just trying to catch up because he's a week behind everybody else. And, you know, he's, I, he's got a lot to prove. He does, and it was just bad timing for him to get that. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, I think that the coaches and everybody realized that, but, I, you know, he just needs to step up and do his thing because, personally, I like David Patton. I think he's I think he's a talented guy, and, you know, um, if he could just prove himself, it'd be great. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, he, he's got a lot to prove, but at the same time, he deserves about 100 more chances because we still have Taylor Jacobs. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> How many chances has this guy got? Give me Dude. a break. And we did see Taylor Jacobs doing some work. Did, I didn't see him. Did he catch I, anything? I, I saw him, yeah. He actually um, caught one. I, I think I saw him catch like maybe two two passes. Out of 12? I think you're lying. Yeah, that can't be true. <laughs> okay, I'll yeah. <laughs> anyway, you know Taylor, I'm, like I'm gonna go back running. and rewatch it on the TiVo, but I think I did see him at least catch a pass, if I remember right, I, and I think it was on the right side of the field. Yep. Dude, Jacobs is like a hemorrhoid that won't go away. We, we have a Taylor Jacobs sighting, <laughs> or better yet, we have a Taylor Jacobs catching a pass sighting. More to come at the next podcast. Everybody can write in and say, Josh, you're lying. Redskins, Redskins fan at HarryHogFootball.com Speaking of Taylor Jacobs I did Tell me I'm delusional I'm delusional if it just wasn't true Dude I did see an article about Taylor Jacobs And it was his dad talking And he said that um, He thinks that Taylor Jacobs I don't want to misquote him but something to effect of He could show people that he's as good as Santana Moss and just hasn't Done that well, I was like yeah he's got to catch the pass Yep, yep, yep. I have a feeling we're going to see him a lot on Sunday. Yeah, me too, because I think if he doesn't do well Sunday, he's cut. I think they keep giving him a lot of chances. They really like him for some reason. Yeah, they do. He's just 
mad as hell in practice, and then he gets in the real game, and he, he just can't step it up. Yeah. That's what everyone says. Well, that's so. where it counts, so that's what he needs to do. Well, anyway, that's about going to wrap it up for the episode 41 of Harry Hog. Hey, we have a couple couple more things real quick. Uh, we did sign, um, uh, what's his name, Emmanuel out of uh, out of the 49ers. He came from 49ers. We signed him today, right? Yeah, it's safety. Ben Emanuel is a second-year player. Um, they cut Denard Wilson, so it's it's one guy you've probably not heard of for another guy you've probably not heard of. What? Mm. Cut. Working on working on keeping a working on some depth at safety. We need that too. But How'd that Reed Dowdy guy yeah. do in the scrimmage? Did you see him? Was that Reed Doherty? Dowdy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Reed. Yeah. How'd he do? Uh, I don't even uh, remember. I don't know. I don't, uh, yeah. What I don't number? Him, I don't, what I don't number is he? What yeah. number is he again? Uh. Anyway. Reed Doty. Doty. Reed Doty. 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 All right. What else you got, Jeff? On Sunday as well. We'll have a lot more next week to talk about because you know a lot of you and most of you guys that are out there listening to this will be able to watch this game because it is going to be national. Right. NBC. Is that correct? NBC. Yeah. Sunday night. Eight o'clock. In stunning high definition. Where available. <laughs> All right. So anybody, anyway, drop us, drop us an email as always, right? Uh, Redskins fan at harryhogfootball dot com. That's right. And um, we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Go to the league, join the forum if you haven't gotten onto our forum. Join that. Um, there's a link to it on the left side of the page. Sign up for the fantasy league. There's a link. If you're a top real of the fan, join. Sign up for the Harry Hog Football Fantasy League. It's gonna be fun. And forget um, about Tom's trivia. Send us your right. your answers to Tom's trivia. And yeah, do and, that. Uh, and um, we'll talk to you guys next week. And as always, hail to the Redskins. The season is approaching. That's right. Hail to the Redskins. Hail. And remember, if you see a Cowboys fan, joke them. Joke them. Peace, y'all.